Welcome back. Get back to your phones here in a second. Joining us now, though, on the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, friend of the program. Yeah, contributor to the program. Yeah, loosely friend. Uh, he covers the Patriots, was down at Gillette Stadium today for their open OTA. What do we see, Bedard? Uh, well, on the field, I would say the most uh, significant thing to me was uh, Marte Mapu, one of their uh, one of their rookies, um, had a really productive day. He had an interception, stepping in front of Bailey Zappi, had another pass breakup, and probably more significant, and it'll get this with the Patriots fans all geeked up, um, after the defensive huddle broke after practice, Bill Belichick went right up to Mapu, uh, had um, a few words for him, dapped him up, and then they walked off the field together with Bill talking. So to me, it looks like uh, they have a lot of big plans for this kid. And I got to say, on the field, it's impressive for, you know, the first OTA was that linebacker, the last two he's been at safety. Now he is, you know, second string. He's not out there with the starters all that much at this point. But um, to see him doing a lot of checks and things like that in the back, uh, certainly impressive uh, this quickly for a rookie. So, but aren't they just filthy with these combination safety linebacker type guys, Greg? Hybrids. Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, you know, you can make the argument that they don't have a true free safety. I mean, could he be that in time? Um, you know, possibly he's more of a, the book on him is he's more of a, you know, straight ahead tackler uh, type of guy. Hits like a Mack truck. Um, but so far in camp, they've been, you know, basically moving all these safeties around. I mean, on one snap, they're a free safety. The next one, they're a strong safety. Then they're playing the star slot cornerback position. We've seen those safeties a lot at slot in this camp. Again, the the attendance of the top cornerbacks have kind of been hit and miss. Like Marcus Jones hasn't been out there. Um, you know, he's been around like rehabbing, but he hasn't been out there. So there's a lot of moving pieces. You just wonder, like you know, and I and I wrote a column about this last weekend. Okay, it's good that they have all these different guys and they can do different things, but you know, that's fine on first and second down, but this league is about, you know, it's about passing downs right. and, you know, later in the game. And if some team comes out and just spreads you out and say, we're not going to let you disguise and, and, you know, all this stuff, are you going to be good enough in the back end to cover some of these better teams, including in your own division? I think that's, that's a question that needs to be answered. All right, Greg, what'd you see a quarterback today? Uh, I, you know, it was really dialed back today. It was like jog through pace. Um, I didn't take much from the reps that are out there. It looked like it was a lot of, um, working against the blitz. I thought the quarterbacks looked fine. I would say, you know, if Mac Jones was, uh, in, in a great mood at the last OTA that we were at and he's dancing and hooting and hollering, he went back to sort of, uh, a man, a man aside, a man by himself. Uh, at one point, when Zappi was taking snaps, Mac was behind behind the play about 35, 40 yards by himself. So it was sort of back to, you know, he's his own man at this point. So I don't know what to make out of it. Well, maybe Bill yelled at him. It's possible. I mean, I, I tried to look a little bit more at that, but, I mean, there's so much stuff going on. I mean, again, I didn't see them interact. I didn't see Bill interact with the quarterbacks. But, I, you know, I could have missed stuff because there's a lot going on. Okay, but as you viewed it, Again, fully acknowledging you can't see everything at all times. You don't have the eyes in the back of your head. Have you seen Belichick and Mac Jones speak to each other during any of these practices? Me, personally, no. Not once. Okay. Can I 
do some? Can I expound on that? Can I? I'm sure you will. Can oh, I? Definitely. Is it unreasonable for me to say that doesn't feel right? Uh, you know, I you're certainly entitled to say that, and and um, you know, I am certainly one of these that is like, you know, my my opinion is like he. He didn't really interact all that much with Brady when he was here. And now, I, again, I heard your discussion yesterday about comparing things to Brady. You know, my my whole thing in, in, in using that comparison is not about whether this is healthy or not. That's to be determined. It's that this is just the way Bill is. So it doesn't say anything is all that unusual in Foxborough the way Bill does business. Anything to glean with how the reps are being uh, divvied out between Jones and Zappi? Nope. Um, certainly not today, and I heard uh, Big Jim's update. I guess somebody has stats out there. I don't know why. I, I, didn't, I don't keep stats on this stuff, because, especially on a day like today. Um, you know, I, it didn't occur to me that there were any differences, and certainly Mac Jones was with the starters the entire practice. I did yeah. not see Bailey Zappi with the starters at all in this practice and haven't seen him with any starters in the three practices that we've seen since an early portion of the first practice. Yeah, it was Doug Kide that had a Mac Jones 8 of 13 with an interception, Bailey Zappi 13 of 18 also with an interception, but I read that more passes for Zappi. Zappi, better. Yeah, I, I, I did not see that on the field. <laughs> Um, I, I think it was more of a backup heavy day. That's what it seemed like. I mean, apparently they went heavy yesterday again. Today was a lighter day. They had the mandatory mini camp starting Monday. So it was just sort of, you know, I think this was more of a backup uh, practice, lighten the load a little bit. Greg, how real do you think the DeAndre Hopkins stuff is? I think it's been real. I mean, this is something that, you know, I've talked about the entire offseason. I mean, even before he was uh, released, I thought that the Patriots would be serious suitors for him. I thought the O'Brien stuff is completely overblown. It's not an issue. Uh, Hopkins had his best years in O'Brien's offense. What went down there at the end, um, from what I understand, wasn't as much about O'Brien and Hopkins as it was um, ownership and management of the team, and O'Brien's hand was kind of forced. And, you know, look, I just think at the end of the day, if the Patriots have the highest offer and, and nobody with a better chance of winning a Super Bowl comes up, I think they have a real shot at him. And I think they have a real shot at him more than, say, other players because Hopkins more is more about the money than some of these other guys. You would think a 31-year-old wide receiver who hasn't won jack in this league would be dead set on, I've made enough money now I want to win a Super Bowl title. That's not D-Hop. He is a different cat. And uh, so I could totally see him going, whatever the bottom line better deal is, he'll go to them. Could it be the Patriots? Could possibly be. Greg, what are your thoughts on Christian Gonzalez at this point in camp? Uh, I didn't notice him as much uh, today, but, you know, the kid looks the part. Um, you know, I, I want to get a little bit better view of him like say, once we get to wide receiver, cornerback, one on ones, um, that's a little bit of a better indication on where he is. But um, you know, so far he, he's ex he's extremely talented. He has all the skills that you would want in a number one cornerback. I don't think that's ever been disputed, probably by, by any NFL team. You know, there's just the question about um, you know his his uh, intensity. His compete, you know, how is it, how is his confidence? How is he going to be if, 
you know, Stefan Diggs eats him alive in the first half of a game. What's he going to look like in the second half? He's never really been tested like that, and there are a lot of questions about that. And, you know, we're not going to know until we see it. Okay, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, before I let you go, did you hear um, Kendrick Bourne today and some of his comments? Yeah, I was, uh, I was right there. Okay, was... well, so basically, just for our audience, he's, uh, when he's asked about Bill O'Brien, in summation, he said, well, you can just tell he knows what he's doing. And it, it was one of those things we could really read into if he wanted to, him saying, well, it's totally different this year. That he really knows what he's doing, unlike last year. So now this is how we're inferring it, unlike last year when we didn't know what we were doing. And then Kendrick Bourne was pretty much asked that by Tom Kern. He says, well, you know what we're going to do with this now, Kendrick. We're going to mm-hmm. you know, say that you're implying that last year you, the coaches didn't know what they were doing. And uh, Kendrick Bourne was basically like, uh, yeah, uh, no doubt. If, if that's the way it's got to be, that's the way it's got to be. So basically, you know, calling that whole thing out last year. What were your thoughts of that, uh, Greg? I was blown away that he did it. And then double when Kern gave him an out to sort of, you know, whatever, explain it away. He didn't. He doubled down on it. I mean, twice he said that Bill O'Brien knows what he's doing, which, you know, all, all these comments, whether it's Mac Jones or Kendrick Bourne or some of the other guys, you know, you can basically read into it and insert, unlike last year. And, you know, he, he talked about how last year was a bad year for him, that, you know, he lost a lot of confidence, which is something that we, we talked a lot about last season. And uh, he's he's a lot big, bigger physically. I asked him about that. I mean, he he's put on a lot of muscle. He looks like a different um, receiver, not overly huge, um, you know, but certainly a lot stronger. He's he's back invested in what he's doing. But there's no question that you can you can read in all you want. I'm I'm worried about the ramifications for him because I like Kendrick. I think he's talented. I wonder if you know if they do bring in a DeAndre Hopkins. Football-wise, it makes the most sense to get rid of Devontae Parker. They are basically the same type of receiver. They play the same position, big body, that type of guy. But I'm afraid that Kendrick, the way he speaks out, that this is not going to go over well with Bill. And if Hopkins does come here, that you know they use the opportunity to get rid of Kendrick Bourne, which I think is the wrong thing for the football team because – he he's a different type of receiver than than they have in other spots, and and I think he has a lot of value, and I think O'Brien is the type of coach that can reach him and, and allow him to reach his potential. Well, so what we, these guys were kicking around earlier, just in closing, is that the reason Kendrick Bourne feels comfortable speaking out like that is because he doesn't answer to Bill Belichick anymore. And so, I think that could be fair to say. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he definitely. You know the the feeling down there is that you know it's it's O'Brien and and Bill is Bill Belichick's back to leaving the offense back to his coordinator, which is you know what went on here for a long time. And it, it, look, and you can say whatever you want about that, but the bottom line is it's better for the Patriots because the Patriots are at their best when Bill is allowed to help on defense, sort of put them over the top, be in game planning a little bit more, to throw more wrinkles at the Buffaloes and the Dolphins and, you know, the Chiefs of the world, you know, the Eagles in week one, and also help on special teams. And one note on that, I heard you guys, you know, talking about special teams yesterday. You know, you said they have two coaches for special teams. No, 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 no. They have three coaches for special teams. They have Judge, they have Acord, they have uh, Houston, who's been a special teams assistant, and then you also have Troy Brown, who basically coaches the return guys. It's just, don't get me started on that. Greg, have a good weekend, bud. See you, Greg. You too. Thanks, guys. Okay, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. That phone is just butter.
God, that phone's good. Is that the internet I phone? I it's the internet phone. Well, so when you keep saying internet phone, it's just an Xfinity phone. It's like an internet connection, but it's a phone. It's like he's actually got a phone. But how is it connected? Not on a cell. The internet. Internet. Well, I'm not going to get into this now. I'm I hope it's through an app. I'm not doing this now. It's a good phone. Which you hate. He gave good phone. Let's just uh, be thankful for that. A phone jump. Back to your calls after, after the phony from uh, Greg Bedard there. Uh, there will be some commercials, and I'll be right back with you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at 